Assalamu alaikum. My brother and me in the building. Khamaum. Abdi. Deadly discussion. That was a deadly. How we go from self-love into all this other stuff. Because I feel like it relates to it. Man, we went to some crazy topics, Abdi. Yeah. It, I, I, I don't even it. know how to title this episode no more. We were just literally talking for two hours. The journey of self-love. Ooh. Deadly. Khamaum. Hey, bro. I got some news for you. Hi. We're going to start something different. Review of the week. So we got a uh, some I don't know AJ AJ Portridge, Portridge, shout out to you. But the subject was amazing, five star. That's what they said, amazing, five star. From the setup to the discourse and the dialogue, this is the podcast to listen to. Being Somali diaspora and being Muslim, this hits every note to the T. I love what you guys are doing. Keep on pushing. Honestly, we need more of this content, and I'm glad that you guys are doing this. It's like a breath of fresh air. I honestly feel like you guys are a long lost brother of mine. I wish I could be on the show. Allahu Akbar, man, DM us. We might have to make something happen. Okay, man. That's the review of the week. If you guys want a chance of being on the review of the week episode and get a shout out, go ahead and give us a review on Apple Podcasts and we will do that. Uh, but alhamdulillah, this week we had a profound discussion, Abdi Karim. Yes, we did. Subhanallah. I just want to say, wallahi, from the bottom of my heart, thank you right. to everyone that actually supported us right. from seeing you know what i'm saying me and this guy's idea and like goals just coming alive because right. at the end of the day this all started as just as a hey bro you want to try this a wishful hope dream exactly right and all of a sudden to be in something you know what i'm saying so big to the point where we get to interact with with you guys and you guys are sharing you guys the story well it's so mesmerizing right. just to see so many people that are into this right excuse me so Thank you very much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, inshallah. Anyways, you guys have a long episode to listen to. Very. Make sure you guys go ahead. This You guys have plenty of content to go over through the week. All you have to do is pause it this day. 30 minutes here. Pause it that day. <laughs> pause mm -hmm. it here. So inshallah, y'all go ahead tap in with this beautiful discussion that me and my brother Abdi Kareem had. Make sure you go like, share, subscribe. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts if you want to get a shout out. And uh, inshallah, we'll see y'all next week. Assalamu alaikum. This is thumbnail, by the way. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Yahak, the podcast where we discuss the relevant topics impacting us, Muslim Western youth, to better connect with our faith, inshallah. I'm your host, Idris Ali Nasir. And I'm your other host, Abdi Kareem. Alhamdulillah. Uh, man, another week, another episode. How you feeling? How you living? Wallah, alhamdulillah, blessed. You know what you've been up to? What you been up to? Talk to me. Wallah, i just been looking, what's it called? I recently just did... um my drug test you know okay. so trying to find another job you know what i'm saying save money up and stuff like that you know um well I, other than that working nothing much really you know what i'm saying gotcha, except gotcha. for big shout out to y'all you know what i'm saying alhamdulillah reached 4k on uh 4k subscribers subscribers on youtube how does it feel bro subhanallah Allah, to be quite frankly bro it just feels unreal mm. Like I don't, I don't know. Like right now, right. Like it's like a like a numbing feeling in a way. Like I, don't, mm. I just don't know if it's real or not. Right. You know, it's like uh, it's like once you hit certain like uh, milestones, it becomes yeah. like okay. Like I don't at a certain point, it just becomes Subhanallah. Yeah. It's like once you hit it, it's like okay. So what's after this? Mm. But you can only go bigger from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Subhanallah. So you know, other than that, I just me and this guy on the phone brainstorming. 
telling you guys, stay tuned. Deadly idea topics, some guests, future guests, inshallah, that we got lined up. Mm-hmm. Man, those discussions are going to be very controversial, Abdi. Yeah, Are you man. ready? Wallahi, like, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I even showed him a video of a non-Muslim, a pastor, who right. was speaking about a certain topic that, inshallah, once we get, you know, we'll let you guys know. Right. But what he said was like, I didn't, I, I yeah. didn't think like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not to like, you know what I'm saying, bash or hate on Christianity or anything, you know what I'm saying? Right. I just didn't think we had, like, they they followed the same type of idea or the ones so, that, like, are still strong on it. Right. And to, give, and to give them some context, yeah. just to be straight up about it, the TikTok video was talking about abstinence. Yeah. You know, uh, committing okay. zinda. Yep. Basic Zinna. Yeah. Basically talking about Zinna and yeah. how you should save yourself for marriage. Yeah. And he was giving some great analogies that that you were like, oh, wow. Like, like yeah, like it was just like mind blowing to the yeah. fact of like, you know what I'm saying? Other religions recommend you to follow this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So to me, that was like a big shocking where it's like in America, it's like so it's out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So you don't really know who really follows the idea of marriage and then, you know what I'm saying, having intercourse or uh, what's it called? Because it who, became so like normal. Yeah. So it's but like, when you hear other, not just the Muslims, when you hear other people telling you, yo, <laughs> what happened? You know, other hmm. people tell you, even the, the, the non-Muslims, the yeah. Christians so and stuff to like me, that. So that, that was like a big shocker because I, I, like we all grew majority of our life here where that it's normalized, you know what I mean? But why would you be shocked by that, though? Because you know that, did you not know that Christians didn't believe in sex outside of marriage? No, no, no. I did know they believed it. I just didn't know whether they followed it. Okay. Like following, like what's being told to do. But some Muslims don't follow what's told. Yeah, told no, that, that is also right. shocking to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to see a non What's it called? It's just Muslim so str- do it. It's just so strange. Yeah, it's so that. strange because right. like I don't hear that. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Where in like high school, where they just say, "Bro, if you're not a virgin, mm. you know what I'm saying? You're weird. You're looked at as like an outcast." Yeah. Feel me? Dead- Dude, this is gonna be a deadly discussion, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Uh, we, we almost had that discussion right now. Let me just save it. Uh, no, but this is uh, this is something that's very important. I know we've been wanting to talk about this very sensitive topic, yeah. especially with the youth, Abdi. The biggest thing that people reason that when they're talking about marriage and relationships, why? It's because they have desires. Mm-hmm. Needs. Needs, if you want mm-hmm. to put it that way. And they're struggling with it. Yeah. And uh, I think we need a whole episode just dedicated to those needs. Mm-hmm. And some of the, the the shortfalls of what happens if uh, you don't go about it. Yeah, so, so I feel like that, there's so much to say. So much to say. And uh, inshallah, just know that Sheikh Fouad is going to be back. So, how do you feel about the last couple episodes, though? Well, I feel like it was just like, like something that's so mellow but powerful. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel like you know what's weird and interesting. What I feel like it went from like destruction mm-hmm. to toxicity. Right. Then now, our new episode. Mm. I feel like it all lined up in a way. Oh, they all, bro. Let me tell you something. It's like a uh, episode one, episode two, episode they three. They all connected. Yeah, a lot know. of these major topics, bro, are very, very connected. So yeah, it's like it's like they a all loop. influence each other. Like, yeah, that's the that, that was like the most interesting thing, especially like discussing this topic. Right. I felt like I was having a discussion this morning with a couple of the bros, 
where we were just talking about just life in general. Right. And and the idea of just like like what's it called? Um you want to tell them the topic before I finish it? Okay, so you mean to introduce the topic? Yeah. Okay, so just going straight into it, y'all. Um the topic that we wanted to talk about was self-love. Mhm. You know, self-love and why is this topic very important? I be why did it? Because I remember we were brainstorming. Uh-huh. You know, we had a, we had a whole bunch of episodes. Yeah. But you were like, Denise, the past couple episodes we dropped, this one we I want to do. Yeah. Why, why was that a thing for you? Why was that a thing for me? So now going back to the having that discussion with you know what I'm saying a, gr- a group of my boys just yeah. having that you know what I'm saying discussion, it was just self love when it comes to the point of view of a man. Mm. It's a taboo thing. It's a negative thing. It feels I'm not going to even lie to you, bro. It feels like weird for me to say it. Like right yeah. now, I'm like the tab the topic of today, self love, and I feel like ooh, I don't know. like it feels. It feels you know I'm saying, but that is like people don't understand that. Like right, that is such an important thing for right. like you know what I'm saying, especially young men and you know older men to right. really have. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel our like sisters. even our sisters right. don't. You know what but I'm saying? even though it's like they're like, more transparent, yeah, they're more. You know what I'm saying? They're more. It's all about me. I'm working on myself and stuff like that. A man is like, no, I'm trying to be on my grind, but mm. really just forgets about his... To take care of other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, take care of other... That, and now, I feel like that's just something natural. Natural. It's very natural. You know what I'm saying? And us to provide. Right. You feel me? Right. But we always tend to forget ourselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think the sisters, they also have their struggle, which yeah. their struggle is like, they're taught to be like self-sacrificial. Yeah. They're, they're they're taught to be like nurturing and you have to look after everybody else's needs and yeah. so they have their own struggle in that regard so we all have our dynamic yeah you know what I'm saying so I felt like that was like something that was connecting to the episode of just coming from toxicity yeah. to now talking about self love mm. you know what I'm saying whether self love and self love has like so many branches into it what was your friend's reaction when you mentioned that topic well it was interesting they agreed cause it's like right. it, like it's something that we don't talk about. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. Like, again, we're taught to be, you know what I'm saying, all macho. Macho, yep. You feel me? Like, we hard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that is what we're taught. Right. You know what I'm saying? To be macho, man. Macho. You feel me? You know, bro, low-key? Huh. Oh, damn, bro. You know me, I remember in middle school, I was walking through the hallway one time. This was like a Dries before uh, the puberty fully hit. Yeah. Right? I said something in the hallway, and mind you, I don't talk a lot at that time, especially. Yeah. He said, yo, I expected his voice to be deeper. That's what he said. Ah, he said, I heard him say, he said, hell a lot. I expected this guy's voice to be deeper. Uh-huh. That time I was like, now I got to act like my voice is deeper now? Mm. That was uh, before my voice was naturally like this, right? So it's like this, uh, you have to be, a, and the bigger you are, I'm a bigger guy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he, you, have to, you have to be more tough. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you have to put up a front for other yeah. people. So you kind of disguise, like, you know, your true nature, who you are, and you don't really value yourself for who you are, you know? Yeah. Uh, but subhanAllah, why do, you think, why do you think we're made to not talk about this, bro? Especially, mm. what's the culture surrounding self-love? Oh, that's, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that, that is when you, when you talk about culture. Yeah. I feel like, especially coming from the Somali community. Right. You feel me? As men... What's it called? Like, let's say, for instance, now you have a son, right? Mashallah, right? right? Yeah. If your son falls, mm. you're not going to be like, oh, let me kiss your boo-boo. Oh, I'm not going to kiss the boo-boo, but like, I'm going like, to pick him up. Yeah, yeah you're going to pick him up. Like, you're a man. Walk off. You know yeah. So you'll be good. Right. But if it's your daughter, it's a different story. Oh, yeah. Now you cater to her. You'll be like, no, it's okay. 
oh, let me kiss it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're more softer with that. More softer, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So therefore, you like I feel like as Somali, we're taught to be like, you know what I'm saying? It's natural for you to feel pain mm. and go through it. You know what I mean? How much of that? See, now this is very interesting. I think. Now we're talking about like the gender dynamics. Yeah. Right? So is that necessarily a bad thing? Is that a bad thing? Yes is that a or good no. Thing? Is yes that... and no. Why? Because it teaches you to be a man, mm. you know what I'm saying, to handle business. But at the same time, you don't really get into your own inner character of just understanding who you are, whether it's uh, health-wise, mm. you know what I'm saying, uh, mental-wise, and just understanding how to love. Mm. You feel me? Right. Like, I, especially in my household, my father was, you know what I'm saying, he's taught to provide, you know what I'm saying, right. but he's never taught to show love. Because he himself didn't get that self-love for himself. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like that's with every parent in that, that lives in a Muslim household. You know what I'm saying? Right. Their parents are taught to take care of business and everything else will take care of themselves. And just, you know what I'm saying? And as a kid, you feel like, dang, like, I know my dad loves me, but why isn't he actually there supporting me in certain situations or, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like. That's what it is when it comes to the... It's like how we were shown. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? Hmm. Uh, like, even my dad. My dad, alhamdulillah, like, he actually shows, like, some affection. He yeah. Boy, he's very, you know, stuff like that. And he's and even though it's not, like, to a level of maybe, like, other cultures. Yeah. He says, like, his father, Allah mm-hmm. the he was a great oh, man, nice. very wealthy, took care of everybody. Yeah. But... You know, he wasn't that type of person to like, you know, he would sit down, check up on you. Yeah. But it wasn't that, you know, that lovey-dovey, yeah. fluff-fluff type stuff. You feel so me? So he's like, what I'm doing with you is completely unheard of. And then what we're doing with our children is completely unheard of. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know how much of that is a bad or a good thing. But what I will say, hmm. some of it is good and some of it, Allahu A'la. Yeah. We, we don't know fully the effects of it. Mm-hmm. But I think like how boys and girls are raised... I personally think it should be a little bit, a little bit different. Okay. Why, why though? Why would you say it should be different? Okay. I feel like for us men, one huge thing is responsibility. Yeah. Huge thing. Because once you're married, it's responsibility going to be slapped on you. I remember there was a guy, a brother who commented, shout out to you for commenting on one of our videos. Yeah. He said, bro, like, I hear you guys about this. He's like, about like getting married young. But he said, for me, I'm not ready to get married young because I wasn't ever shown responsibility. Mm. I never had responsibility bear it on me. So it's like the thought of getting married frightens me. Yeah. But what if those fathers kind of started showing responsibility early? Yeah. Like, yo, what's up? You didn't mow this lawn. You didn't uh you didn't go clean that car. Yeah. Uh, you had you you have Wednesday to clean this car, you didn't clean the car. Fact. So it's like these responsibilities. But the girls, I feel like the girls more low key, they have way more responsibility to put down on them. I think it's been shifted. I think the guys are, are being like taught soft. Yeah, like they're let off a lot more. Let off the hook. Feel me? I remember, yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody who was telling me like um, in my household, the boys don't do nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We always do everything. Mm. For me, whether it's um, cleaning, cleaning, cooking, cooking making sure that they eat, make sure we clean their room, make sure we wash their clothes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you start doing all this stuff for them and now it becomes such a expected thing. Ooh. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you take the responsibility out of them, mm. which not, you know what I'm saying? Like if that is something that like, you know what I'm saying? It's a cultural thing. 
right. I'm not going to come in between it. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. I'm like, ooh, that shouldn't be happening or you shouldn't be doing that. But hey, it is true what you're saying because it is like, I. you're right when it comes to the woman now taking more responsibility where her parent, like, it's not, I don't, I don't know. I remember we were having a conversation about like, um, even with the woman taking responsibility, nowadays you see, mashallah, a lot of sisters who's finishing school. Yeah. More than the brothers. Yeah, you see it showing up on that way. You feel me? So it's like... Maybe even careers. And hey. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's very interesting. And yeah. I feel like the reason that is is because a part of it is not being taught responsibilities. Right. And I feel like another thing is also not having that self-love of taking care of yourself, whether it's mentally, uh, your health, um, financially. You know I'm saying there's so many things that can go into that mm. having self love, and another thing I feel like that pl- plays like a big role. How do you feel about um, like the brother who said um, the reason why I didn't get married is because I wasn't taught to be financial. Uh, what's it called? Like responsible. You know what I'm saying? Right. But a lot of people gotta understand is the fact that when you do get married right. financially is such a big thing it is a but big also having self love for yourself right. is a bigger thing mm. people tend to forget that damn that's a huge thing bro you know what i'm saying that is a huge thing because before you even get into a relationship let's say you just you don't have that self let's define adi let's backtrack what mm. is self love first of all let's 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 clarify this first of all what does self love look like what is when you imagine self love Mm-hmm. Is it this self-absorbed thing where you're just full of yourself? No, you know, no, I, I, I don't think it is. I feel like when you fully understand, like, self-love, I feel like has like three things within yourself. Okay, you Go know ahead. what I'm saying. For one, if you are happy with where you're at, okay, whether it's um, you know, what I'm saying your health, because health is such a big thing, bro. Right. People don't really take that like as a big thing, but it's like. If you feel like you're happy with the way you look, mm. healthy wise, you know what I'm right. saying? You're eating right, you're exercising, you're doing all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like right now, if you ask me, health is like, I'm really trying to work on it because I don't think I'm happy where I'm at when it comes to my health. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's one of them. Um, another thing I would say is, um, how would I say? So for one, it's like your physical self-image. Yeah, physical self-image, you know right. what I'm saying? And what's it called? Mental. Mental. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. feeling happy where you're going in life. Okay. You feel me? Right. Like you're happy with every outcome that happens. Right. That will not deter you of like or bring you down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Once you do, once you have that, the second one, last but not least, I would say what's it called? Before allowing yourself to be in a romantic relationship or mm. having friend relationship like a mutual friend or family mm. you get to love yourself mm. you know what i mean right so like i remember Edifton was kept preaching with like you can't love nobody unless you love yourself right you know what i'm like saying how can you how can you show love or give love to someone else if you don't love and value yourself yeah i was actually reading i was actually reading i wanted to see some like people talking about this yeah so i was actually googling and stuff like that and the first thing i found was a blog mm-hmm. by these sisters i think the hot hijab something like that yeah mashallah yeah you know we not endorsed anything by them but i saw a quote that it was a it was a contributing writer i think her name yeah. is Layla abdullah but she said a quote that kind of 
her definition of self-love, and I found it interesting, so I want to go ahead and quote it. Mm-hmm. So she says, self-love involves the process of appreciating oneself and one's own needs and to avoid sacrificing one's physical well-being for the sake of others. In comparison, she's contrasting to self-care, right? In comparison, self-care involves taking action to preserve one's physical health, particularly during times of stress, while self-love includes an inner dialogue that inspires a person to center themselves and set boundaries that will reduce the stressors and strains requiring self-care. Facts. So, like, you're in tune with yourself. You appreciate yourself, mm-hmm. and therefore you center your needs and, and your priorities, right? Yeah. So that you can be available to other people. Mm-hmm. But let's say you haven't done that. Let's say you have no self-love. You lack self-appreciation. What does that look like? Let's say you're that type of person. What does that look like? Like, I feel like you're not, in my opinion, I don't think if you don't love yourself, because I feel like loving yourself, you don't get that, like, at a certain age. Mm. Like I feel like It's a continuation thing Okay Cause you develop Every single time Through your life Right You feel me Right So I don't know If the idea of self love mm. Could actually Mean The fact of um, Let's say Oh I love myself right now mm. Then the next day Something could happen to you Where you just say Oh I hate myself I don't think so So this is, So this is the question You have to ask Dude, If self love is that flimsy Is that really self love like for example, let's say you love somebody else. Yeah. Are you gonna just hate somebody over what? Something like something so small that no. you're gonna say, "I hate myself now" or "I hate this person now"? No, because I feel like it's, it's a, a deep sense like, of appreciation. Like I feel like you know how I remember you were telling me um, education, right? For like an example, like education is something that you just it won't stop. Mm. You just learn something new every time. Right. And I feel like that's the same thing for love, so especially having self love. Mm. You feel me? You develop it. You develop it. Like it's something that just doesn't stop at a certain age. Mm. You feel me? Like you build character off of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Where to the point where you were a nice guy, but you let somebody walk all over you. Now you learn from that. Now you got some type of um, understanding and character development where you start to understand yourself and appreciate yourself by not allowing people to do that. Mm. So you see what I mean? So you grow and you, you grow. You know what I'm saying? So now you're this, you know what I'm saying, this guy who isn't nice, mm. you know what I'm saying, who won't allow nobody to walk all over them. Now you become a mean person towards somebody where they don't even feel like they want to be next to you or they want to be like attracted to you or even your friend. You know what that just made me think of? See, just because that person had that experience doesn't mean you get wisdom. Like I was saying to somebody, I was saying to Adifton actually, I said, uh-huh. so wisdom, uh, remember that quote, like, uh, what's that called? Lessons learned, wisdom earned or something like that? Mm-hmm. So when you experience things, that doesn't mean you just become wise. That's what she said to me. Mm-hmm. She said, it's how you then interpret those lessons. Yeah. So you can experience something. I could experience something. Yeah. I could, you could experience some kind of thing that happens to you. Mm-hmm. Let's say you experience divorce. Let's say you experience heartbreak. But let's say the way you go about it then after is you try to get a rebound. Mm. Are you wise now? Let's no. say you do something destructive. Are you wise? You went through something that's hard, but the way you went about it then after, you didn't learn from that. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So when you talk about that, that person who became hard and became a disrespectful, mean person because they had that experience. Yeah. This person's not necessarily wise, but they t- they didn't necessarily derive the right wisdom. That's from, what I'm saying. From so, the experience. Like when when you're saying that, I feel like self-love in a way, it's something that like 
like you gain wisdom out of it over time. So I was listening to a podcast and it basically said, the question was asked, do you think like kids are have self-love automatically? No. So if you look at it though, kids, when they're, <laughs> he said, don't have to rip. Yeah. Why? Why is that? I feel like kids in general, when they're kids, I feel like they're all about me. Is that not, okay. What like, does that mean? Like, like, you know how when you yell at a kid, oh, share this, share your toy. No. Can I have some? No. You know what I'm saying? They just, they're, okay, it does sound kind of a little bit like self-love, but, but I feel like, like it a, sounds selfish. Yeah. But they are, they lack something. They lack some qualities that they develop. Yeah. But they they are not people who are insecure. Oh, like, yeah, I can't do this. Or have you seen a kid crawl and say, you know, I just don't, I can't see myself going. Yeah. Or they bump and they fall and they, oh, I just can't. A lot of us adults do that in our own lives. Mm-hmm. But kids, they're very resilient. They're they're confident in themselves. They're extroverted. They go to random people. Yeah. You know, some I'm just generalizing here. Yeah. But these kids, they have they feel the right like I I, I can ask somebody to eat. I want to hug. I want to they they love themselves. Yeah. I think. And that's what the podcast was saying. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." But it says over time, we're shown that like we don't necessarily like we have to earn that later on. Like we're told in our lives through our parents or through experiences with like the community, yeah. It's like you're not worthy of love until you do this, okay. until you do that, until yeah. you do. This. Or it's like you know I'm not smart enough, or I'm not fit enough, or mm. I I don't have. And it's like slowly you start degrading yourself. Yeah. So when you come into the real world where now every now you're not this little cute kid anymore. Now you're this you know <laughs> grown up kid right. who's going in front of people's eyes. Now you go into the real world where it's a nasty place where it's not nice. Mm. Feel me? Right. They say certain things to you. They and I feel like that's where let's just say kids like the way I could say is when you're a kid, how you said in my opinion, I feel like it is a form of self love. But I feel like when you grow up. Mm. And you truly start to understand what it means to really love yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're not only dealing with your inner household or your relationship or your friends. Now you're dealing with the world who could be disrespectful, throw mud at you, mm. to pick you up, throw you to the ground, shame you. There's so many things that can and happen in the world. You have to have that love from within. And also, but this is, a, this is, a, this is another thing I'll do. Like, I want to tie this in with like our religion part. Yeah. Like... Uh, I was this article basically. She said she's basically the sister Layla Abdullah, the yeah. writer who wrote about this. She's basically a woman who's writing for different organizations. Mm-hmm. She's like spreading da'wah. She is um, she's a hijab, she's a Muslim sister, right? And she's mm-hmm. out here contributing to the ummah. Yeah. And you know she's a wife. She has kids. She's busy, busy, busy. Yeah. And this is what she says, right? During the whole time I was tearing down my body, I told myself that I was doing good work, God's work. It was for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of the anxiety and pain was worth it. Scholars and leaders who intellectually feed Muslims steadily promote self-sacrifice. We receive constant messaging that we should give our, our wealth and selves in the service of our fellow Muslims. This is not wrong. After all, the Prophet Muhammad said, The most beloved people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are those who are most beneficial to people. The most beloved t- deed to Allah is to make a Muslim happy or to remove one of his troubles or to mm. forgive his debt or to feed his hunger. So all these are what? These are things that you're doing for other people. Yeah. This is what she goes on to say though. Our interactions with our fellow Muslims remain a foundational part of seeking Allah, his pleasure and his favor and garnering barakah in our lives. Therefore, encouragement from Muslim leadership in this vein can benefit. However, Islam is a way of life that promotes balance and moderation in everything. 
Mm. Islam teaches and encourages us to avoid extreme in all aspects of our lives. While it is great to engage in philanthropy and social justice and community service, we must not fail to overlook our own needs. This was something I did for years to the detriment of my health, spiritual, emotional well-being. So this was uh, deadly to think about. Be- True. Because this is a, you know, when you think of self-love, I, I automatically, one, you know, misconception is you could believe like, oh, you know, um, you're self-absorbed. Selfish. You know, the de- yeah, you're selfish. The deen is about sacrifice, giving yeah. to the community, giving to the ummah. But what can you give if you have nothing? You know, like within Love. yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you have no, if you have no, like... If you're consumed by your work or you're consumed mm. by stress, like what value are to anybody? Your family. So it's like finding balance so that you can recoup, have enough within you yeah. to then give out. And that's something like, bro, I'm trying to figure out, bro. I myself don't I couldn't even understand everything you just said. <laughs> I was like, dang, how am I even doing that? I don't even know if I do it. See, look at that. You feel me? That's that- a deadly, that's a deadly thing, bro. Because it's hard. The way she even said it, how, like, it is tough for us to give so much in in Islam where right. you make, you know what I'm saying, your brother or sister who's going through certain things, you you know what I'm saying, you sacrifice, you give them what, you know what I'm saying, to make them their day a lot easier. Mm, even right. though you yourself is having a bad day. Right. You feel me? And I feel like that takes a lot of, like, not being selfish, mm. for one. You know what I'm saying? Putting your um, ego aside. Okay. Feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, you just like, oh, I feel this way. I ain't going to help somebody who feels even that way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's just pride. Right. Feel me? You not doing something for somebody just because you don't feel happy. Mm. Feel me? I feel like, which is sad in a way, because I feel like everybody who helps somebody, in my opinion, like, I feel like nowadays has to be in a different level than what that person is. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, if that person is feeling crappy, I have to be happy for it in order for me to help them. Mm, so you're saying it's okay to be down there and still help other people. Yeah, like it is okay. Because at the end of the day, one thing that like in a way it shows that how much self-love you have. Mm. Where you put like, you're like, you know what? I know I'm going through a bad day, a crappy day. Right. But if I could just put that away and making somebody else smile right. and making their day, little do they know that that actually makes you proud of yourself. Because, mm. yo, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I did something for somebody even though I'm at my lowest point. Right. Feel me? Right. So I feel like that itself is in a way of self-love, understanding right. yourself that, or you're aware of yourself, that you yourself are, you are not as happy as where you want to be. But you can still. But you can still help somebody who right. is going through something. Right. You know what I'm saying? And make them have a better day. Right. You feel me? So I feel like that is, and then that is also contagious as well to the point where, you know what? You both make each other happy. Because mm. not only did you do this person a favor, that favor in return may put a smile on his face to the point where it puts a smile on your face. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But I don't think that happens though nowadays. Got you. You feel me? Yeah. I feel like nowadays we're more, I'm all about me. Okay. You know what I mean? Self. If If, if I'm happy, I can make anybody else happy. Right. You feel me? So are you saying we have too much self-love then? Our culture? Oh, that is so tough. <laughs> but like, do, do, have you, do you see that though nowadays? I do see what you're talking about. Like, we can take it two ways. 
the way that she's taken it, I see, is like you have responsibility. Like had the, later on, she talks about this. Watch. She talks basically about she was not there for her relationship with her spouse. Yeah. She was not there for her kids. So people who needed her in that space, she was so consumed. So she wasn't able to be there for those who she really needs to be there for. Mm. So basically, it's like having your checks and balances in the right way. I'm not saying you need to be up here and then you got to be like, okay, now I can start helping people. Yeah. But it's like making sure that you make sure you, you're, you know, you're okay. Yeah. Like making sure you're set, you know, but I, I do see what you're talking about though, you know? Yeah. But the, another part that I want to talk about that's very important is mm. from the Dean aspect. It's like when you don't have a connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Mm-hmm. When you don't know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, when you lack the relationship you do with the deen, it's like, yeah. what self love can you have? I feel like you're can lost. You have self-love? You're lost. Because, like, in the, what's it called? I believe it's the Quran, right? Where it says, if you forget me, I will make you, I will make you forget yourself. Right. Right? Right. I feel like that is such a powerful thing. Cause it is so true. It is very true. Coming from experience, right? That is. To the T, point blank facts. Subhanallah. Because when you lose your faith in Allah, mm. to be quite frankly, I feel like you lost faith in yourself. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Because you yourself don't even know where you're going after that. And that's the number one thing, because our purpose is what on this earth? It's to worship Allah. That's literally our, what our purpose for. Yeah. Right? And but we don't have the intention to worship Allah, to be... Uh, a devout, you know, a person yeah. who's like repented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it's like, you're just here on this earth. Mm-hmm. You're just an extra body. Look at that. Roaming around the world and not thing, knowing who you are. And things don't make sense. And, subhanAllah, it's, it's really easy to just get lost. Yeah. With also another thing, I feel like right. when you don't know who you are, I feel like you don't know what self-love is. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So when it comes to the point of the religion aspect, if you forget Allah, so, feel me, you yourself don't even know who yourself are. You you don't even know yourself, right? Because you don't know what you're here. You know you don't know what your purpose in here it is, right? You don't know whether what what do you want to do in life. Now you thinking about man, I should get married, but you don't even know yourself. Mm, you feel me? And when you don't know yourself, now you don't even know what A B C. I don't even know what you don't. You know. can't tell up from down. It's like, bro, it's literally like drowning. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what's up, what's down, what's left, and what's right. Thanks. Honestly, that's why when you start see, when you're in there, and then all this haram and the fitness starts coming towards you, yeah, it looks right to you, mm-hmm. bro. Literally, somebody was telling me like, this might be crazy, Abdi. Mm. Somebody was saying, what's the point of chastity now? People don't care about that now. Oh, <laughs> there was somebody who said that. If you What's the if, point? If you don't know what chastity is, this guy uses a lot of big words. Let me explain it. Chastity is uh, when you're not covered. That you just made it more confusing. <laughs> no, like, like no, no. Chastity, like you are not a virgin. <laughs> you didn't even know. No, no, no. He's right. He's right. He's right. Yeah. I took it for a different word. Yeah, when you're not a virgin. Yeah. So That's somebody said like, oh yeah, nobody cares. Like nobody cares now. Protecting your chastity. I remember I kept hearing that word. You a see lot. what I'm saying? Yeah. She so said nobody, like nobody cares now. And I mean, I'm honestly, like, who can you blame now? No, no, no. I, you know, on a serious note, though. Huh. The <laughs> nobody cares about chastity. That's not a, like that shocked me. I promise you, it doesn't shock me when I hear that. That that does not shock you, Abdi. That nobody cares about their chastity. Yeah. Like, no. Ha, like okay, 
Oh, maybe I'm not following you. No, 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 no. no. This was no, no, no. Let me hear, hear me out. Hmm. This was a sister who's saying she didn't say this. She basically said, right, in a video or something like that. She says, you know, may Allah guide her and you know keep her steadfast and you yeah, know, inshallah. I mean, but she said like you know, guys don't care about that no more. Oh, if a girl is a virgin, yeah. Like if she's married and stuff, that's out of halal. Yeah. And also, you know, it's not you cannot open up your sins or whatever. You cannot tell people your sins. But what you can do is you can come up with um, a deal breakers. You could put a woman who's you know uh-huh. who's done the haram, and a sister could say the same thing for a brother. Yeah. And then you put alongside other stuff. That one man gave me this idea, but you put it amongst other stuff, and then you say, look, if any of these do not meet your criteria, let me know, and then like we'll go our separate ways. Yeah. You know. So this I was shocked. I was like, wait. Are you are you sure about that? Because there are people who do care. There are sisters who care that a brother yeah. is on his thing. Yeah. And there's sister brothers who care that a sister is on her thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like when you're when you're doing that, it's like, oh, it's so normal. People don't care now. You really do you really believe that? Yeah. Let this is something interesting. Let me tell you. Uh, like two, three nights ago, uh, I was on a PS uh, PS5 party, all right? Uh, We're literally talking about the same thing where we talked about the idea of there was a question that was brought up. They're like, yo, you know, they say, yo, Abdi, would you yeah. marry a girl who did not protect her chastity? You feel what I'm saying? You can put it in your deal breaker, bro. Yeah, you could put it in your deal breaker. Yeah. And then some uh, one of the friend, one of the homie, he said something so interesting. This is like, going to be triggered to some, but like, I'm be no, honest with to, you. To be honest, it goes both ways, man. It and goes female. both ways. You, you have me? your entitlement. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? I'm not attacking I'm not ju- one. I'm not judging yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not attacking nobody this or judging nobody because that's between you and God. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You feel me? So I'm not here to tell you, oh, you did something wrong. Everybody makes mistakes. You know what I'm saying? May Allah forgive right, you right, for right. it. You know what I mean? Right. So he said something so interesting. He said, bro, the, the era that we live in, you feel me? Which yeah. made me so scared to the point where I'm like, yo, the end is coming. SubhanAllah. You feel me? Hey. He said, there is no way that you're telling me that the man that you that you want or the woman that you want hasn't hasn't done nothing that is sexual with anybody. Okay. It is so hard to find that. See, this is going to be very controversial, but I, I'm going to say this right now. There are people who don't. No, there like, are. Okay. It depends. It, yeah. It is, like, we're in America... To be, cool, I'm being that, well, so scary. For no, no, one. I am being so honest with you right now, bro. Right. That I'm not gonna like lie about anything. Right. I, a part of me agreed with them. Okay, but agreed to what? It's gonna be, of course, it's gonna be hard no, to find. No, it's because oh, like, it's like marrying somebody, like marrying a a, a woman or a an, a guy marrying you, the the woman. All right. Uh-huh. There, like he said, there is no way that you're gonna tell me. For someone growing up, excuse me. Start from the top of the line. All right. There is no one Uh, in America that was raised here in the Western, 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 uh, Westernized place. (laughs) I don't know. Just Western. All right. In the West. In the West, yeah. In the West. That grew up here. Westerners are like cowboy. Yeah, I don't know. You've been in that Texas. That's what the Texas in you. It's a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But like, there is no one that has not done something. Because at the end of the day, when you go to school Mm. or when you watch movies, it teaches you so much things growing up here. Okay, this is my thing though. Huh? 
if a brother done not did nothing and mm-hmm. he's looking for a sister, yeah, because I'll be there are brothers who like how me personally, I, alhamdulillah, outside of marriage, mm-hmm. like Zinda, no, alhamdulillah, yeah, you know, and I'm not here bragging or whatever, but it's like, okay, if there's a sister who you know she did through halal, okay, alhamdulillah, you do at least through halal, yeah, but. I think, Abdi, what Zinda does to the souls can be a very dangerous thing. I think it's like, bro, may Allah protect us. But, bro, I keep giving this analogy. If you do this outside of the, con- I mean, if you repent and you do toba, yeah, it's a whole different thing, a whole di- different discussion. But, bro, like, you know how easy it is to go back into something that's like that? I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you normalize that for your life. Yeah. Even Sheikh Fahd was on here. He said, do you think someone who does Zinda, you think they're just doing it one time? It's very difficult, especially someone who is in their youth. So I'm not trying to... That's a deadly... That's it's a not, deadly, deadly point. It's not even um, like the... Uh, let's not even say like actually fully going on to commit zinna, but be even getting close to it. Mm, you are not okay, going... Yeah, get, like you ain't going to find that here. SubhanAllah. I'm sorry, brother, to be honest with you. like it's, That's dangerous. Wallahi. You feel me? Like right. to live in America, that is so hard to find. I think what we can do, bro, is just try our best. Yeah. To look for somebody who has changed their ways and that's getting on the dean. But do you know what pissed me off, though? Hey. Hmm? Hey. Like, what pissed me off is the fact that, like, let's say. I got heated. Like, no, I got heated in that conversation because it was like, I was having, and at the end of the day, it is their opinion. You know what I'm saying? And I was saying, I gave him a scenario. Hey. Okay. I said, what if you are the brother who is imperfect? All right. Mm. And you also meet a woman that is also imperfect. Mm. But you guys ask for Allah to forgive you guys. Then would you still marry the girl? He said, no. That made me mad. Because I'm like, so, okay, you wouldn't marry somebody. In my opinion, that goes back to having self-love. Because I feel like you build that insecurity in yourself to the point where you're like, no, this girl did certain things. I don't know if I could do what that past person did to her. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was, you know what I'm saying, make meeting her needs. Right. There's you know what I'm that. saying? Yeah. So that's that insecurity that you have as a person where you're like, you're ashamed of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? You're not God to like judge this man or this woman. Mm. You feel me? Yes, make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? May Allah forgive you guys. I mean. But you don't, ha- you cannot say that I would not marry that woman if you have done the same thing as her because you have no place to judge her mm. you know what I'm saying yeah like if like I, I don't know how to explain it but that was the conversation we were having Allah alam bro that's deadly though yeah that is deadly 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 so I feel like it was like a lot of insecurity I feel like when you don't have self love right. again going back to the conversation where even in the aspect of when you don't have when you forget Allah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you forget Allah. When you forget Allah, I feel like, what's it called? You have a lot of insecurities mm, as a person. Right. You know Because everything's saying? uncertain. Yeah. You right. don't know if like, you are too, how do I say? Like, you're part, like you don't know whether like, you're doing something right. You're always second, second guessing yourself. Mm. Whether it is being in a relationship or, to, uh, going into your career or finishing school or, or whatever it is, make. or the every yeah exactly right. You know Shaitan the Wiswas. Every move that you make from that point on of you just not be just because of you forgetting Allah, you second guess yourself in doing it. Subhanallah. You know what I'm saying? That is deadly, bro. So that was 
that was such an interesting thing that like I was like damn like a person who doesn't have self love I feel like you tend to second guess yourself so much second guess yourself you doubt everything you know what I'm saying and, you know I feel like you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you sticking on that deen like you're doing everything you're protecting yourself yeah. you're getting you're getting halal everything what that does to you is it gives you a confidence because you're acting in line with your purpose facts you know and then you could do what tawakkal ala Allah you can trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you can rely on him yeah you know what i'm saying and you know that he's watching mm-hmm. and everything is qadr of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. the good and the bad of the any outcome mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying you know so subhanallah bro let me go maybe can we share something in our lives bro when was a time where you failed to have self love or center yourself and what was the outcome of that do you have anything on top of your head i feel like the ramadan i believe was it 2019 Remember that we went to Texas? Right. Huh? Yeah. Was that right? I think so. Yeah, I feel like from anything past that. Mm. Not after, past that, I feel like I didn't have self-love. Past the 2019. Yeah. Why? Not like Oh, before. Like before. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not after 2019. After right, 2019 right. is when things were good. I started developing myself. You know okay. Saying, getting closer with the dean. Right. Making sure, you know what I'm saying? I ask God for forgiveness and everything that I've done in my past and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, but I feel like before 2019, mm. before that Ramadan, right. I feel like that Ramadan had probably was the best Ramadan. Mm. To be honest with you. Right. Just because of you know what I'm saying, meeting people, uh going to the masjid that was at, you know what I'm saying, in Texas. Right. One of the most beautiful massages I've ever yeah, been mashallah. to. Mashallah, mashallah. You know right. what I'm saying? And just seeing that community, um, me and this guy, what's it called, at Tarawih, just tearing up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful Quran recitations. Yeah, mashallah. Beautiful Quran. Like it was like people our age, even maybe younger, mm. leading, having what's it called, uh, some of the sheikhs, big sheikhs that do YouTube, come over there in the middle mm. of the night. Literally, they could have been after they're done praying, they could have been sleeping. They could, you know, or anything. They could have done anything with their life. Maybe be with their wife, right. uh, their children. You know what I'm saying? But they took the time to give us, you know what I'm saying? That was just, you know what I'm saying? Talk right. to us. And I feel like that was such a beautiful thing. Beautiful when vibes. it when it came to that, and I was like, it made me even connect with God so much to the point where I'm like, yo, like this is such a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? And mm. even spending like Eid with the uh, the whole fam. Yeah, the whole fam. You feel yeah. me? Just enjoying it. I feel like it just. Taught me to understand myself and have so much self love. Right. You feel me? So I feel like that was it. But before then, to be quite frankly with you, I didn't. I dealt with so much things to the point of just being depressed, uh, having suicide thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Um, hating myself for who I was. Didn't like where I was going. Felt judged. You know what I'm saying? Just all of that. I felt like. I hid it under a smile. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm always like, I'm always this positive guy. Right. I've always like, I, I think I've always noticed that, like, you know, it's so not the bag. Like, I always love to be positive as a person. So you feel me? I feel like I get that installed through my dad. Right. My dad is such a positive person. I've mean, like, I, mashallah, like, I've never seen my dad like get angry or like he's always. He, my dad loves to laugh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I get that from him. You know? Right. And. And his calmness and his patience, mm. I feel like I get that from my father. You know what I'm saying? Right. The little more edgy part is my mom. You know what I'm saying? That's, but I don't really bring it out unless it's like needed to. 
Right. You know? But I feel like that was like something that like made me hide what I was feeling inside. Mm. Feel me? Just being patient. Right. And just smiling and just making sure I forget about how I'm feeling. And I always tend to care about making other people happy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And never really worrying about what really makes me happy. Mm, so you know you're neglecting saying? yourself. Yeah, kinda. I was neg- I, I was neg- I was neglecting myself to the point where I didn't know who I was. Mm. Yes, indeed, I was doing. You know something that um, that what's it called? That Allah said to be kind to other people. Right. You feel me? Make somebody's day happy. You know, so even when they're down, I Serve was doing that. Day. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I wasn't s- serving my God. I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? You're getting the bigger picture. Bigger picture. I was right. missing, you know what I'm saying? Allah guiding me towards him. I was missing the fact of even praying. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't I didn't even know how to properly make wudu. I didn't even know what Jum'ah was. I never really hung out with a lot of Muslim brothers. And this they gotta go back, you know, if people who are just tuning in, you guys gotta go back to the Yeah. Like maybe the beginning, maybe the first episode yeah, to get some like, context. You gotta get you know what I'm why saying, to a Somali brother learned his deen way later. That's exactly. kind of unheard of. You know, right. so to me that was like such a big thing because mm. that's when I start developing myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I would say that would be it. What about for you, dude? Um, damn, dude, this is real deep, bro. I would say just over time, bro, through experience, what I had to discover was I had traits that are worth valuing, worth yeah. appreciating, and I think early on, like. As a kid, you know, you love yourself, you enjoy, you have a good time. Yeah. You're all over the place. But I think older, once you hit that adolescence, you kind of hit a wall Mm. where you're just kind of confused. You're hormonal. You know, your body's changing. You're seeing family members. Hey, you take them off the pedestal. You start seeing them for like who they are, humans. Yeah. You know, you start, you start developing insecurities, feelings of inadequacy. So now you start challenging, you know, who you think you are. And at this time, maybe you're struggling with your faith because you're growing up in an environment that's, like you said, it's just so confusing. Yeah. And I think I'd be through develop. I remember, bro, like, subhanAllah, I was thinking about this question as we were writing it down, and I thought about football. Mm. What's crazy, man, is a lot of my experiences, like, alhamdulillah, I avoided a lot of fitna because it was because sports. Mm. Football is a team sport. You're not an individual when you get on the field. Facts. You're just a position. That's all you are. You know are. what I'm saying? Every, the whole team is one body. Mm-hmm. When we celebrate, we celebrate together. So I have one role. Idris, you're a part of a community, a team. You play one role. And I was that, I was that right uh, right tackle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, let me get hype and whatever. And I remember I would get injuries. I had concussions, bro. And if y'all don't know what a concussion is, basically when your brain shakes around in your head mm-hmm. and it get, it can get swollen and stuff like that. Yeah. And though I would hide it from the team. Mm. And the one time where I was like, let me go see my physical trainer. My coach was beefing. My teammates were beefing. And my coach maybe didn't say it to my face, but you could see it. My mm-hmm. teammates were saying it to my face, like hide it, you know, and stuff. And that starts, some, several realizations came. I was like, yo, this is like our senior year or junior year. Junior year. Yeah, it was junior year. Because senior year. year, I started walking like I didn't know nobody. I started yeah. like, yo, like, listen, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all gotta start coming correct. I think I think it was um, it wasn't the Kennedy game, was it? No, bro. I think it was right before playoffs. Yeah. So right before playoffs, y'all, I, I, my, I got my head hit bad. And it was the end of the year. We were playing multiple, so I'm getting hurt. And, man, mind you, I played the whole four years. So I was just used to this. But this time I was like, yo, this is, like, not healthy. Mm-hmm. And the one time I complained, people were coming at me sideways. Yeah, I remember that. So what, you know, the realization I came to was, like, mm-hmm. just because we a team don't mean y'all looking out for me. Mm. And when I came to that realization, I was like, yo, this is my physical health. And, you know, Ed Lifton, of course, like, she's she always, but Ed Lifton's some kind of guru, bro. Have mm-hmm. you realized that? Mm-hmm. So she'd be coming out with some deadly advices. Yeah. She don't be listening to these episodes. You know, she don't be getting the praise. She don't be, you know. She's she, just waiting she, for her cut. She's just waiting for her cut. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, bro, this is what happened, though. Uh. She said that he's like, like. Are they going to be here with you once you graduate? Abdi, you are the only person on that team that I rock <laughs> with right now, bro. Ain't that crazy? Like, everybody else, yeah. I'm saying, what's up, what's up? I'm cool with you. I'm cool with you. When I see you, what's up? I'm dabbing you up. Yeah. But somebody I really roll for is Abdi Kareem. Mm. But here, I'm about to put my my life, my physical brain on the line for y'all. Fact. So I came to several realizations, like, for one, I can't give nobody anything unless I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. physically emotionally spiritually i gotta be good yeah or else at that time i'm just sacrificing okay and that sacrificing is not gonna even help you in the long run because i'm not gonna be there for you mm. you see what i'm saying these homies might hit me up later to learn about islam or something i don't know but you know it's just you prioritizing yourself you are part of the community yeah. and if you are not healthy then that large community <clears throat> is not healthy look at that yeah so in a way it's not you being selfish but you're taking care of yourself and you taking care of yourself means you are contributing to the larger community. Yeah. What good is it that you yourself are not healthy? What does that do for your kids? What does that do for your wife? What does that do for your relationship? Facts. The house, the family is the unit of the community. Yeah. So if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not taking care of your house. You're not taking care of your damn community. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your self-sacrifice is just a facade then at that point. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I feel like <clears throat> when that happened, yeah. when you when had that. the concussion, <laughs> when yeah. you had the concussion, I really remember because it was like, not, to be honest with you, you were like one of our best linemen. You know what I mean? Come on. So it was I like, up now. you know, like to, I'm gonna be honest with <laughs> yeah, you. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like to the point where like as running backs, we didn't know, like, you know what I'm saying? One of our best linemen, if we run through that hole, he's not there to protect us. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. So if like, everybody felt like, oh, dang, like now it's like, we, we, you know what I'm saying? It's like the way I remember the football analogy was, um, mm-hmm. what's it called? The quarterback is the brains right. of the team, right? Right. The lineman is the heart of the team. Mm. The receivers are the hand. Mm. The running backs are the legs. There you go. So when the heart stopped working, you'd have a body that don't function. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the dead body. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when you said that, I feel like as a team, we felt like, oh, damn, one of the hearts gone. Right. You know, it, it's beeping, but it ain't really beeping. <laughs> you know what I'm it's one of those slow beeps when you have a slow heart rate. Right. That's what it was. Hey, bro, I might just have to send them the link to them highlights. You know what I'm saying? Know how yeah. Was rolling. So it's like, imagine when we was, like, when you was there, everybody felt comfortable. Boy, everybody's running through that hole. At least right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you're gone, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You get smacked. 
yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause I do remember I got flipped upside down. <laughs> I'm I, being so serious. Somebody flipped you upside down? No way. Yes. I remember I went, the uh, coach put me as a fullback to go block this guy. You know. <laughs> I don't know Were you there You seen it I don't know if you were there I don't know bro I swear bro <laughs> They said Ready Said hike I ran I go in the hole Alright uh, yeah? I don't know Who was the running back That was behind me I was blocking <laughs> for him You know Probably Clark I or go I swear to you I try to hit this guy uh, yeah? This guy You know what I'm saying I think his name Big Mo He was a small guy Such a chill guy You know what I'm saying uh, yeah? I try to hit him <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not lying to you, bro. I felt like a helicopter. I just... <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, Idris is not here for sure. I felt that one. It hey, was painful. Bro. And, you know, I felt... I, subhanAllah, bro. That's so... Bro, I miss those days, man. So, and some yeah. part of me does miss those days. But I, we learned a lot. I'm be honest with you. I feel like football taught us a little bit yeah. of self-love. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It taught us how to be a team player. Right. You feel me? I remember coach used to say this out loud. Like, if you miss an assignment, that that only does not message, uh, what's it called? You up. Right. It messes the whole team up. Right. You feel me? Now, if you don't, you know what I'm saying, close the A gap, mm. something else is opening up. You know what right. I'm saying? Everyone has to know their assignment. Exactly. So, right. pretty much, I felt like that helped us in, like, becoming more responsible. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Making sure if you don't do a certain thing that's needed about you. Right. Now that messes up everything. Facts. Right? Let's mm. say you don't work a week. Now you're missing a week worth of paycheck. Now you don't really go get the groceries that you usually got on Monday because you didn't work that whole week. Right. Feel me? So it, the rhythm just, it shakes a little bit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's. I feel like that's what it did for us. I feel like it taught us so much responsibilities. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Being on time. Um, you know what I'm saying? Having each other's back. Just high school football was just a beautiful experience. Bro. Alhamdulillah, we learned so much, and that's how we that's how we got tapped in, you know? Yeah. What's going on, y'all? You guys are probably confused. Yes, I am editing right now. Cut the conversation short. Your boy got COVID-19. Yes, unfortunately, some bad news. I got some symptoms of COVID, and turns out that our household has been exposed to COVID-19. Make sure you guys stay safe, guys. It's a very serious thing. It may not just be a flu. It may not just be a cold. Get tested. Uh, subhanAllah. But Alhamdulillah, I'm holding up good. I'm fully vaccinated. So the symptoms haven't really hit me like that. I got some sore throat. Yes, I got some stuffy nose. I got a headache that's creeping up on me. And it's just the first day. So Allah alam. But I still just got done editing this video while I have some energy left in me. I'm going to rest in the weekend. Uh, but I hope you guys found this podcast episode nice so far. I am strategically slicing up this two-hour conversation into a two-part segment. Next week, you guys will see the rest of this conversation with me, Abdi Kareem. Um, you know, subhanAllah, the rest of the conversation, it just gets that much better. We start talking about our personal experiences in high school, how we met, you know, subhanAllah, how we did the Muslim Student Association Club, um, how we became very close, subhanAllah, and how during that teenage years, we developed our own self-love within ourselves, right, as we matured into young men. Um, so inshallah, I think you guys will benefit immensely from that discussion. I hope you guys benefited so far from this one, but I'm going to have to cut this one short. So make sure you guys go ahead, like, share, and subscribe if you haven't, and leave us a five-star review. Just know we have some exciting, exciting episodes ahead. Even if I can't do in-person recordings, we have some virtual guests lined up. So be tuned for that. All right, y'all. Inshallah, take it easy, be safe, and assalamu alaikum.